Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. <laughs> Dell challenges the status quo, questions everything, and empowers you to return to your core beliefs to make your life better. If you're ready to hear the truth and get your roadmap to the lifestyle you really want, the next hour will change your life. And now your host, self-made millionaire, national award-winning investor of the year, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Del Wamsley. Welcome to Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. I'm your host, Del Wamsley, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Today, my friends, I'm going to talk about a big, broad concept that's been riding on my mind for the last couple of days. It's something that's uh, very holistic in, in nature. In other words, it's not one specific point I want to make today. I want to make a lot of points, and I'd like to drive them home uh, in a manner that they can benefit you in some way. So enough introduction. Let's just get down to what we're talking about. Here over the last couple of days, I've been coming up on the edge of some massive change in my life. And as I creep up on this massive change, uh, I started to realize that all these things that I'm creeping up on, I have been working on for days, weeks, and some of them months to get them done. And yet every one of them is taking me closer to where I want to be in life. What's interesting is there's maybe 10 or 20 of them all going on at the same time. And I started thinking about how do you mentally handle all of that growth? How do you mentally handle keeping all these plates spinning at the same time and aiming them somewhere and getting somewhere? That's the kind of thing, you know, that's just been on my mind lately a lot. And it's been on my mind a lot because here of late with the pandemic and the Democrats, and it's the pandemic that started this whole financial disaster out there, and then the Democrats have made it even worse. You know, everything that's going on around us out there is making doing business more difficult and getting ahead more difficult and being healthy and sane more difficult. So how is it that I'm kind of just sliding into home plate? And how is it that at 65 years of age, ever since I learned these techniques on how to live, now, you notice I didn't say how to do business, how to get into shape, how to be physically fit, how to be healthy, how to be happy, how to get... But in life, every part of what you do is an organism's survival mode. But the organisms that succeed in life get out of survival mode and get into growth mode. 
And you could look at growth mode as like being like a cancer. It's the part of you that takes over that's uncontrollable, that wants you not to stay the same. And there's this something in your brain, if you're ever going to be a successful person in any aspects of life, that says, hey, I'm not going to be normal. I'm going to live outside of the world of normal my entire life. And really, that's what I've believed. And that's not to say that I'm better than everybody. That's not even what I'm coming close to. What I'm saying is I'm not satisfied to be everybody else. So whether or not I've accomplished any level of success, as I speak about all the time, you know, whether you worked your entire life to have $100,000 to retire on or have a million dollars to retire on or to have 10 million or 100 million, even with $100 million, I'm still not a billionaire. Not even close. So this led me to trying to organize these thoughts in my brain like I always do because I'm a type B personality. I'm trying to organize these thoughts so I can get them across to you. And at the same point, I like to teach at multiple levels at the same time. The reason I do that, by the way, is because if I can get you to see something that makes sense in some aspect of your life and then parallel it over to something that you have no control over, that you don't have a good, clean, organized approach to, then maybe the success and the belief system you developed on one edge can lead over to something you can use in the other edge of your life. That's why I teach in both ways. Some of it is basically, if I can show you some common sense, maybe the really extensively complicated things will make sense. But you gotta get through the common sense stuff first. So today I'm gonna talk about something called Kazen. I think this is a Japanese term. It was first used in Japan. I read about it in a book, many, many, many years ago. And it was how Toyota turned itself around. It's how Japan turned itself around. And what Kaizen is, it's ever and constant improvement. So I tried to look up the, you know, I always like to have a definition for stuff. It's a Sino-Japanese word for improvement. It's a concept referring to business activities that continuously improve all functions and involve all employees from the CEO to the assembly line workers. Kaizen also implies uh, processes such as purchasing and logistics and whatever else. So that was one definition was a business-based definition of Kaizen. But I take it to be even more than that. Here's a larger definition that I got, which is Japanese word Kaizen means change for the better, inherent meaning of either continuous or philosophically continuous improvement. Interesting concept, huh? Interesting concept. Improvement, constant improvement, or philosophically constant improvement is an interesting use of words there. What they're stating is it may not be possible to constantly improve But philosophically, in your mind, that's your game plan. And when I thought through what I wanted to share with you today, I had already written my outline for what I was going to talk about today. Then I came back and read that definition. I go, you know, that's exactly the point I was making. So as I get into these points, I'm going to circle back around to this definition so that you can see how I inched onto the definition from what I wanted to teach. So let's talk. I believe that Kaizen, this concept, this philosophical concept that we're going to get better at everything we do in life, is a way of life. It's a belief system. I've lived it since I was about eight years old. And every single day of my life, I'm working towards a goal. And every single day of my life, I'm getting better, either physically or philosophically getting better at something. 
But here's what I found to be true as I started to sit down and etch this out in my mind, and that was, number one, this is in multiple different levels going on at the same time. And number two, multiple different divisions of my life. So when I first tried to get in shape, I was just worried about I couldn't run the 600-yard dash in school. I couldn't finish and complete the president's physical fitness award. I couldn't do 10 push-ups. It was at a level that was so low that growth meant to go from one push-up to two was massive improvement. To go from one sit-up to two was massive improvement. To be able to run one block to two blocks was massive improvement. It was at the very lowest level. But then when I got to be a bodybuilder, those levels were so high and those expectations were so high, but still it was to go from 10% body fat to 8% to 6 to 4% body fat, which is if you know anything about actual body fat percentages, almost inhuman. You cannot maintain 4% body fat. I got there, but I couldn't maintain it. But boy, did it look good when I was there. So I take that and go back to here when I was in my 60s here, like just last couple of years, I started trying to gain weight again. I went back up to 255. And then COVID came. I said, oh, that's dangerous to be there. So I decided to come down. Now I'm back down. I lost 40 pounds to 215. I actually got down to 210. And my waistline went down like four inches. <laughs> even though, you know, I just said, you don't even realize you, that you've blown up that much. But I blew up. That much. And so now all the clothes that didn't fit that I was ready to throw away, they all fit again. And what's interesting is I went on this keto diet, and as I went on the keto diet and I lost this 40 pounds, I came up on what we call here birthday season. In our family, my daughter has a birthday on October 5th, so she gets from the 1st to the 10th for her birthday season. My wife is the 10th. She gets from the 10th to the 20th, and I'm the 20th. I get from the 20th to the 31st. Now more intel to build a better lifestyle from Del Wamsley. Wanting to be a self-help guru you have to learn to balance your own desires. Very early on in wanting to help people, I found that people just wouldn't listen. And I make people write in the back of their book whenever I give a seminar. Open up the back of the book, write this in the back of the book. It says, I will not do what Dell said to do. And then I said, whenever you fail, we'll go to the back of the book and we'll start there with that statement. I told you I wouldn't do what you told me to do. And then we'd go back and find in the book what you didn't do. Inevitably, it's always the same thing. They don't do what I tell them to do. If they would have done what I told them to do, they would have been successful. But for some odd reason, people have it in their mind, they have to reinvent the wheel. I will suggest that some people just do it because they're arrogant, but I'm going to suggest to you there's another group of people out there that are basically failures, failures by personality trait. In other words, their personality leads them to do the same thing wrong over and over and over again, and they really just can't get out of it. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show. Today we're talking about Kaizen concept, Japanese concept, talking about the belief in the ability to have constant improvement, whether you actually physically do, or it is just a psychological approach that you take to life. Both are true in my case. As we went to break, we was talking about the fact that we had I had been on this massive uh, keto diet an exercise program to go from 255. And I found it was very easy to go from 255 to 245. It was harder to go from 235 to 225. It was harder to go from 225 to 215. And then the birthday season came up, which is all of October, because my daughter's birthday is the 5th. And so we party with her from the 1st to the 10th. My wife's birthday is the 10th. She gets from the 10th to the 20th. My birthday is the 20th, and I get from the 20th to the 31st. What does that mean? Why am I telling you all that? Because that is our party time. And so this constant ever-improvement thing had to make way to a couple of things, and one of which is incrementalization. In other words, I looked at this loss of 40 pounds as not a loss of 40 pounds, but four different losses of 10 pounds. Then I took that loss period off. And when I took that loss period off, I then moved into a period called stabilization. And during that stabilization period, I gained back about five pounds, but my waistline didn't come back. My body fat percentage didn't go back up. That was just the muscles that had been so depleted under the starvation diet sucking back up, which all of a sudden made my muscles look big again, but with no fat on them. So now I go to the gym the other day and the kid comes to me and goes, man, I can really see you're really getting in shape. And I'm laughing. I'm just dieting. I'm not getting in shape compared to what I'm used to. But the point was he saw the improvement. And I see the improvement. But now the holiday is over, the birthday season. And so we're ready to go back into prioritization again. And that's the next level. Prioritization when you get on there and you say, okay, now I'm going to jump on this thing. And you jump on it and, and start working at it. And so I started my diet yesterday. I started working out yesterday. I started getting up early yesterday. And in no time at all, I'll get down another 10 because of incrementalization. I'm taking it 10 pounds at a time. I don't think it all the way through. I think it 10 pounds at a time. That's incrementalization. And I use it on everything. So let's go back to making money. Let's start with the fact that there's multiple levels. When I first started, it was one house at a time. And then it was 10 units or 20 unit apartments and then 40 unit apartments and 60 unit apartments and 80, then 100, then 200. But the bottom line was it was at multiple levels I was growing. I didn't grow just at the same level. I grew in multiple levels. My business and lifestyles, we had Houston. Then we decided to go to Dallas. Then we decided to go to San Antonio. Now we were considered a state, kind of a Texas company. Then I said, nah. We need incrementalization. We need to grow, but we can't keep growing to Texas. There's no more big towns to grow in. So we went to Phoenix, Arizona. We went to Atlanta. We go to Indiana and Michigan. 
Florida. And so what's happening is at multiple levels, we had this incrementalization and multiple divisions. So within Lifestyles, I've got my mentors and their leadership team. I've got my consultants and their leadership team. I've got my sales and marketing team. I've got my payroll and uh, human resources division, and I've got my IT division. And each one of them has multiple people working there at multiple levels. And at every multiple level, they're trying to incrementally improve, Kazon, improve all the time to get better at what they do. And then I've got all of my different real estate divisions. And each one of them is run by a different set of people. And then I've got my real estate sales companies. And there's multiple brokers running those all over the place. They're at multiple levels. Some of them are just starting out. Some of them are really doing well. And the other ones are all over the place, which means multiple divisions. So I've got my East Coast real estate team now, my West Coast real estate team, my Texas real estate team. So all this is going on at the same time while my... 16,000-square-foot home with 20-car garages going under total renovation. It's 10 years old now. And so I've got like 10 different projects going on at my house for renovation. That's a whole other group of people that are working at incrementally improving the quality of that division of my life. So coming up next week, I'm closing on another real estate deal. It's going to put another $9,000 a month into my pocket. You go, Dale, what, what do you need another nine grand for? I don't. It's the step that's important. Dell, you're down now 40 pounds. Why do you need to lose another 10? I don't. It's the step that's important. Everything in life is the concept that you can be better at everything you do if you have a system to get there. And that's what I'm trying to teach you today is that it works by first looking at your life that no matter where you're at, if you got to get in the gym and do one push-up and one sit-up and ride the bike for five minutes, that is, at that level, good enough. If tomorrow you do two sit-ups, two push-ups, and ride the bike for six minutes. In weightlifting, we call it progressive resistance. We make ourselves do things a little harder each day. In endurance sports... It's a progressive length of period of time that we do the sport. It's longer and further or faster, but mostly longer and further. And so you get to where you could ride the bike for 10 minutes, then 15, then 30 hour, hour and a half. I'm up to right now an hour and a half easy. I started at level two, four, six, eight, ten. Today I did an hour and a half at level ten. If I want to push myself, if I'm on that day of prioritization where, boom, I'm going to hit this today, and I prioritize that day as being a big day for fitness, I might do it for two hours at level ten. So you just write these down. Figure out the multiple levels, number two, of the multiple divisions of your life. Where are you at? Here's all the different areas of my life that need improvement. Number two, at what level am I at? Where am I starting? Because it doesn't matter where you start. Dell, I have no rent house. It's a great place to start. 100% improvements, one. Simple, isn't it? Now go do one. Say, well, Dell, I don't even know how to do it. Then prioritize. That's the next thing. Sometimes you have to just take all your folks and put it on one thing and figure it out. So prioritize. And then what? After you prioritize, stabilize. Take a breath. 
Maintain it. Learn how to maintain that red house. Learn how to maintain that new body weight you just obtained. Learn how to maintain that lean body. Learn how to maintain that business that you've started and and learn how to get yourself out of working in it and work on it. Stabilize it. All these words, they're just over and over and over again until you where you want to be. Now, from the files of Del Wamsley. Words have meaning. And if you can't understand people's words or inflections, then you can't understand them. If you're out there and you don't understand words that successful people use, you can't be successful without being able to articulate successful words. So I've got emails here where people ask me, can I really do this or not? And the answer is yes, but you got to get involved. You've got to be speaking to people about things you've never spoken to anyone about in the past. Otherwise, you won't understand the words. And if you don't understand the words, then you won't understand the sentences and the sentences won't make sense in the paragraphs and the paragraphs will not lead you to the solutions you need to change your life. We'll be right back with the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Welcome back. Now, here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Dell Wamsley. Welcome back to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Today, we're talking about Kazen, which is the constant evolution, growth, improvement of your life. And uh, we've gone through the levels that you have to think about and or at least if you don't think about it, it has to come naturally to go through these levels. So I want to go through them again real quick for those of you just tuning in so you'll understand. The first thing that has to happen is you have to sit down with yourself and realize that there are divisions that you want in your life changed and realize that there are multiple divisions that really don't have anything to do with each other, although they may. For example, being a fat slob may lower or hinder your ability to attract the opposite sex. There is some of that out there. So there is some cross benefits to some of these things of physical fitness and health, health and energy, energy to be able to go out and do good in your job and or your business and so forth. But in in essence, for you to be able to have constant improvement, you're going to first have to break up what you want to improve into these divisions. And then you're going to have to figure out for each division where you at. For example, on the fitness thing, when I first started, my level was very, very low and I had to had to look for improvements, constant improvement at that low level. I couldn't look for the kind of improvement I want. Same thing would be true with financial stuff. People come in all the time. Hey, I hear your stories. I want to be rich like you. So how do I buy an apartment? Go, do you even have a rent house? No. Do you have any money? No. Okay. Well, then, you know, we got to start at the beginning. Improvement for you might be saving up enough money to put down on a single house. That's improvement. That is a division, which is your financial improvement. And it's a very low level but it is still and could be constant improvement. One house to two is 100% gain. And really, like when I started buying houses, I bought one. I found out how easy it was, so I bought three more the next month. So, I mean, the improvement grew, the level of improvement. That was still only one to three. That's triple the amount of level I was changing. But then after that, the next thing I bought was I bought a fourplex and a couple fourplexes and then some duplexes, like five duplexes. And so each time I was looking to change the level of play within that division of what I was doing. And so I have many, many divisions in my life. Things just as interesting as my hobbies are also divisions. You know, I'm trying to get into, I'm building a bridge. And as I build this bridge that goes over my koi ponds, and my koi ponds are a hobby. So I'm trying to get the bigger and bigger and bigger koi. And so as I'm working on my bigger and bigger and bigger koi, my bridge breaks after 10 years. So I have to rebuild 
build a bridge. So as I'm rebuilding the bridge, I'm using that as an excuse to upgrade my tools that I've had for 20 years, the same woodworking tools and so forth. I thought, you know, hey, I'm rich now. I can go get some really nice tools just because I can and because I have nothing else to spend my money on. So uh, what did I do? But then I had to do a bunch of research. And then it jumped from a, like my tools is a, a moderate level of quality and success to me looking to make a leap up into a very, very high level of quality and tools. And then it had to take on prioritization. For a couple of days, I had to do a lot of research and figure out what the really best tools were to buy and what it was going to cost me and where I could get them and so on and so forth, and which came into a problem of the prioritization. But once I get those tools, then I will go into stabilization on tools. And I won't try to get any more tools, really, unless I run into something I need. The bridge, as I'm building it, I'm wanting to build it better than what it was. Because, hey, I had a bridge. Now I'm going to have one that's twice as strong. My last one lasted 10 years. This one might last 20. And I may not ever have to rebuild it again in the rest of my life. But it's incrementally better than the one I had before. And it became, as it was broken... A prioritization point in my life because I had to get that bridge out of there for it fell in and crushed all my fish underneath of it. So that took priority in my life right at that moment. But that was just one division. I couldn't do just that. I had 20 other things. I had all my plants freeze out from this big freeze we had in March. So I have $100,000 worth of plant replacement. That's about 20 or 30 different planting companies bringing stuff in, putting it in over the last six months. On and on and on we go, right? It's all incrementalization and prioritization. So you start out and you, you take each one of these things and you see, the, okay, today I'm going to prioritize on this. And then I'm going to be, and you get up every day and you have a list of 50 things you need to get done, but you prioritize them. It's very, very important that you prioritize these things. I got people calling me. My phone is off. They call me. I had a bank call me just a minute ago just to tell you how interesting this is. I told you I'm about ready to buy another piece of real estate. So I got another real estate deal going down. And so last night I moved $2 million out of one of my accounts into a different one of my accounts so that I could um, get the cash ready to put down on a closing I'm going to go to. I just got a telephone call from the bank. We are going to shut your account down because there's some illegal activity going on or some suspicious activity. And I'm in the middle of the radio show. I can't call these guys back and tell them right now. So I think they're dying over. They're probably shutting down all my accounts all over the world right now just because $2 million got moved. Like $2 million is anything to me. It's nothing. It's just moving money from one account to another account so that's in an account I can wire the money easier prioritization. It's now taken over when I get off this radio show. I got to go take care of this problem. It has reared its ugly head. Later on next week when I go to close on this thing, that will become prioritization. But when all that's done, and I'm going to just say, wow, I got another one. And now I'm going to stabilize. When I first started Earlier this year, buying a bunch of properties again because I thought the Biden place was going to put us all out of business, either tax us to death or take all of our money or steal from us or whatever Democrats want to do. Instead of screaming and crying and fighting and worrying and acting like a little pity patty, that's when I bought seven more businesses, seven more pieces of real estate. That's all you do. Just go buy more. And if we wake up at the end of this nightmare called Democratic rule, and they've already started having problems, this voting that went on, they lost a bunch of races. People aren't going to want to live under that tyranny for long. And maybe the pendulum swings back the other direction, but I still got the seven businesses. And which leads me to the next thing I want to talk about, and that is number six and number one. After you hit stabilization period, this thing in your life just kind of sits dormant. So when my yard is completed and there's nothing more to fix, I'll just sort of let it sit there and enjoy it. 
now that I've lost all the weight and I went a month without trying to diet or work out, I was just enjoying it. There comes a point where you just enjoy the benefits of what you've created. That's stabilization. But then something clicks and it's time to kick back into action. And I call that stimulus. Now the question is, does stimulus start right after number five, which is stabilization? Or is six really one? Is it the really the beginning, the genesis of all of your desires in life? Maybe you have something you just desired for the first time. Maybe retirement just is the first time you've ever really thought it through and said, you know what, that's an interesting concept. I'm going to go deeper into this. It was like me and the tools. But the tools thing, I'd been on massive stabilization for 20 years. I had the same tools and love them and use them. But never really got that excited about redoing my whole workshop. My wife got crazy about a gym. She wanted to redo and remodel the entire gym. All new equipment, new flooring, new this, paint, windows, do that. I don't know what stimulated her. Maybe, I guess, seeing some people we know lost some weight and she got all of a sudden got the burr and wanted to do it. But there's the stimulus. When you finally get to use whatever it was that was the stimulus and you get to where the stimulus is satiated and you're at stabilization, what creates stimulus again? That's a question. What creates stimulus when you're in satiation? I say you have to. You have to take on that mentality that, my gosh, eight out of my 42 priorities are satiated this month. I'm still focusing on the other 34, whatever it is. The point is, is that what about the other ones? And I think it's important that you keep in mind this Kazon concept. You keep in mind ever and constant improvement, but not by a lot, by small incremental amounts at whatever level you're at in whatever division you're focused on. And that, my friends, is what I'm gonna call the cycle of life. Now. From the files of Del Wamsley. I own an apartment complex. That's what I do for a living. And we have employees. And needless to say, many of our maintenance men are Hispanic. Many of our uh, leasing agents are Hispanic. And we've gone to them and offered them insurance plans. The insurance plan costs $600 a month. We'll pay $300 if you pay $300. I think we even offered to pay $400 if they pay $200, something like that. You know what their answer was? Every single one of them said, I don't want it. They don't want insurance. People don't value insurance when they're young. And so they never get used to buying it. It's not a part of their cost of living. So when you get older, especially if you're a labor worker, and life starts to take a toll on you, you're really kind of in trouble now. Now you're forced to continue to work. Why? Because you've never put that into your cost of living. You've never learned to pay for insurance. I was lucky. I Started uh, my retirement plan at 27, retired by the time I was 34. And at 34, I figured I don't have insurance. But then you got to go out and buy insurance. And I went out and bought insurance and just paid for insurance. That's all I did. I said, well, how did you pay for that? It's called making money. We'll be right back with the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Welcome back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America one person at a time, Del Wamsley. 
Welcome back to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. For those of you just tuning in, we've been talking about Kazan today, and that is the theory or the concept of constant growth, constant forever growth throughout your entire life, constant improvement to your life throughout your entire life, continuous constant improvement. One point I want to make to you, though, is that your body is a human being, and it's any physical entity cannot continuously grow. It, it's too much strain. Growth comes from struggle, from taking an organism and stressing it. Massive stress. So if you want to get big muscles, you stress them. You want to lose weight, you stress your diet. You want to get rich, you go out and stress your investments. Everything that grows comes from stress. And you have to focus hard to create that much stress in that division of your life. To get growth. It doesn't just happen. So when we say incremental, we mean, yes, small movements, but those movements occur because of massive amounts of focus and massive amounts of stress to the organism. So what I'm saying is you have to learn to feel when those times need to change. So like I went out and I bought like three or four of these apartments right away. And then said, you know what, I don't really need it anymore. Oh, wow, there's two more. Okay, give me two more. So I bought two more and then I said, okay, I'm done. And then another one came up. I said, okay, I'll buy it too. And, and so what happens is, is that you need to back off a little bit for the adrenal glands to catch back up. And the adrenal glands I'm talking about is in physical fitness, but it really works the same way financial adrenal glands. You know, you say, okay, am I making enough? I'm making more than I've ever made. My God, I don't need to make any more. And you got to sit there and just be happy with that for a while and go, mm, until you get to see something that changes your mind. And there are outside stimuluses. For instance, someone gets a new car and you, mm, I'd like to have that new car. There's an outside stimulus. Or mine was Biden got elected. And I go, oh my God, I know this is Jimmy Carter too. He's going to destroy the economy. They're going to tax the bejeebers out of us. And I don't want my quality of life to go down at all because of this ding dong. So what I'm going to do is just double the quality of my life now. So when they take half of it, I'm still where I am. Blah, blah. Stimulus response, right? So as you look at these things, these stimulus come from the outside. When COVID came, that was mine. You know, I was in this big push to gain as much weight as I could gain, see how big I could get at 65 years of age and be like, uh, you know, Mr. America over 70 years of age kind of thing. And then when COVID came and all of my tests were bad, everything should be high. My blood work was low. Everything should be low was high. I said, you know what? (laughs) I don't want to be a big corpse. I'd rather be a skinny little live guy. And so I went on the massive stimulation to go the other direction. So again, something from the outside world created the stimulation. What I'm saying to you in this last segment is, hey, people that are successful are acutely aware of the stimuli that are pointing to them that it's time to change. Let me say that again. People that are highly successful are acutely aware of the stimulus in their life that points out it's time to change. I get these things pointed at me all the time. And I believe that the level of success I have, whatever level you want to put that on, I'm not trying to tell you I'm great. I'm saying, but whatever level of success I've had, I've had because of my ability to sense and respond to those stimulus. I had a stimulus when I was a young kid that my parents were lunatics and they were going to drive me crazy. And so I responded by reading books on how to get away from that. I went to psychiatrists to get figure out how to get away from that. I, I got into sports to, to take my brain away from that. 
and stimulus was my my psycho mother and my alcoholic father and response was massive success so you've got to realize what your stimulus are i mean it might be having a new child that might be a massive stimulus getting married might be a massive stimulus uh, just meeting you know the uh, significant other you know, meeting a boyfriend or a girlfriend that really changes the way you see the world might be a stimulus to do something different. Might be getting old. Might be getting fat. Might have a bad experience at work. Might be a new boss that's a bad boss. Might be a new boss that's a good boss. But things go on all around you guys. They go on all around you and they say, hmm, this could be better. Like I said, just building a stupid bridge. I go, okay, I'm going to build this stupid bridge. I'm not going to pay like $10,000 to have somebody. I can build this thing. I know I can, plus it'd be fun. But then it became a stimulus to me saying, hmm, this is an opportunity. Since I'm saving $10,000 building this bridge, I could go buy a couple thousand dollars worth of brand new tools and be never be the worse for it. Plus, I have all the fun of being able to say I built the bridge. Yes, there we go. And so that stimulus was there to tell me it's time to change the tools, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The freeze that killed all my tropical plants said, hmm, there's a stimulus to find plants that can survive in Texas. Since I've lived here 10 years, and I've had to replace massive amounts of plants every year because every year all the tropicals freeze off, that's a stimulus. Tropicals don't work in Houston all year long. Florida, different story. Hawaii, different story. Houston, not so much. Stimulus, get rid of your tropicals. I went to the English garden look, changed my whole yard to be the English garden look, left a couple palms to make it look beautiful, and voila. Stimulus response, success. So my friends, as we end this thing today, remember this. We're not just talking about money. We're talking about every aspect of your life, every division, every level has to be incrementally improved and at some point prioritized and stabilized and started over so that you too can have the unlimited lifestyle. Now, from the files of Del Wamsley. We've got all these people that are struggling, wanting something to happen. But it's a problem that does not exist in our society. So it can't be solved in our society. Well, what do I mean by that? Well, if you go to financial planners, these guys, they're talking to you about how can you make some financial moves and adjustments so that 40 years from now, or by the time you're 65 years old, you'll be able to survive. Now that is their problem and they have their solutions to solve their problem. But as Einstein says, you can't solve the problem at the same level of thinking that the problem was created at. Have a wonderful day, we'll see you tomorrow. We get it, attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.